sports talk that rocks. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Back at it here. Final hour of the program on the Big Talker 1700-1490. The Jack and 100.9. The Cub in Northwest Iowa. Glad to have you along here. Going to get into a little Hawkeye and Cyclone Power Hour. A lot on the Hawks and the Clones as we wrap things up here up until 3 o'clock before Marty and Miller take the airwaves. Let's get out to the Draft House 50 hotline. John Bonenkamp from the Burlington Hawkeye is there, the sports editor with the Hawkeye and covers the Hawkeyes as well on a day-to-day basis. What's going on, John? Just another day, just another Friday, and it's warm out. That's all that matters. It's a beauty out there. Got to love it. Gotta love that after we get some snow, we get some wind, it was chilly, getting a, a nice little thaw here. Doesn't this normally happen? How does it work with the state tournaments? It seems like you get a snowstorm during the state girls' basketball tournament. Always. We, yeah, that happens all the time, and we always get a warm-up right around state wrestling, it seems. Right, and then usually there there can be occasionally that, that snowstorm during state wrestling, too. I remember driving over there as my second year here i think it was i drove through an ice storm to get there so um that was fun so um yeah there's always something right around the tournament time to guarantee so. oh, what's it take from burlington here to des moines no now two and a half hours two and a half i mean because if you cut up through a and fairfield and there's a four-lane highway that nobody travels on. Yeah. And uh, so you can get you can get into Pleasant Hill there in about two hours and 20 minutes. So. Not too bad. No, no, not bad at all. So. Not like the old days, I'm, I'm sure. Of no, that uh-uh. So. <laughs> well, uh, John, before we get into the Hawkeyes here, a state tournament for wrestling coming up next week. And I know, you know there was a lot of talk here, what, three, four weeks ago about uh, newspapers and the kind of access they were, that they were going to have at the state tournament. Have you heard anything more about that? Have you heard anything further about the access, especially for you guys in some of the smaller towns and the kind of access that maybe you're going to be able to get or not get? No, I you know I haven't heard anything new other than the, the letter that the IHSAA sent out the other day that pretty much said, yeah, this is what you're stuck with. Um, you know, as far as access with the TV deal, as far as the access goes, I think by this time next week we're going to have a pretty good handle on what's going on. And, you know, I'm, I'm not optimistic. I don't know. You know, and, um, you know, I think, I think we're going to find out that this is an entirely different situation than, than what we're used to. Of course, you know, I mean, when I, when I covered the two years I covered it, we were always at Vets Auditorium and we were always in that overhang. Right. You know, that media thing. And, and the funniest thing was if you didn't have a seat that was right on the aisle, you had to climb over people to get out and, <laughs> Um, I've got some interesting stories from one year of having to deal with one group of parents and, and wrestlers that just would not let us get out. And, uh, you know, so, so, but again, now that, you know, Wells Fargo obviously is different, but I, I think by this time next week, we're going to have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Yeah. So. I'll be down there bright and early on uh Thursday morning, getting set up and uh, calling the first session there. And we'll be able to report back and see how it goes. I am still hopeful, but uh, you just never know with things like this and, and how it's going to be. No. You know, and, and the radio and the newspaper are, are two different sides of things as well, the the things that you guys have to do. And, and just the sheer number of wrestlers that you guys cover there at the Burlington Hawkeye, I'm sure that's going to make it uh, just maybe even more difficult for you. We have, I mean, we generally have 25, 30 wrestlers that go up there. And, you know, usually by, by Saturday a lot of them are cleared out, but, 
you know, there's still, you know, those, those are still, there's a lot of kids, there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it, it was always kind of hard to keep track of them anyway. You know, now I think it's going to be doubly hard. Like I said, we're going to know more about it by this time next week, I'm sure. So. Well, John, let's uh, get into a little Hawkeyes here. We're talking with John Bonacamp from the Burlington Hawkeye. And uh, well, let's start with Wednesday night, the loss against Minnesota on the road, and start with what people are still talking about today, the call that doesn't go the Hawkeyes' way, Brady Ellingson trapped in the corner. You can hear him audibly asking for a timeout. You see Nicholas Bear. You see Jordan Bohannon asking for a timeout. No yeah. timeout granted. Let's start just with the timeout angle there. And uh, some of the frustration you saw with Fran McCaffrey. Well, I mean, I you know, I mean, they should have gotten the timeout because, like you said, it wasn't it wasn't just him yelling it. It was other players signaling. And somewhere along the line, one of those three officials, whether it's Terry Weimer, whether it's Larry Serrato, or, or Chris Beaver, who totally botched that situation, mm-hmm. um, somebody there has to make a call. And um, you know, I mean, it, it was it was poorly handled, and it's you know, I mean, I, it it's kind of interesting. I, I don't want to say necessarily cost them the game, but it really put them in a bad. I mean, it, it put them in a really bad spot, and to you know, to where Minnesota ties the game, it goes into double overtime, and they lose. So, I mean, it was it was just poorly handled all the way around by the officiating crew. Not only and they didn't, you know, the one thing about it too, the other thing, too, and I was going to say. The other thing that I found interesting was they didn't seem to want to get together and discuss, well, what did you see, what did you hear? Mm -hmm. They were more worried about hurting Fran and his staff off the court. Right. And I I just thought it was just from a a technical standpoint, it was poorly handled by all three officials. You know, you've seen Fran many times. You uh, there in Carver have heard uh, plenty of different things that we can't say on radio from Fran. But normally right. when there's a call like that, you see mm, a couple of the assistants maybe holding them back, maybe another assistant, usually Spira, uh, might be also kind of John there, and then the other two guys are, are holding them back. All four of them, all four of that yeah. coaching staff were out there going crazy. What do you think that was? Was it the timeout, or was it also the fact that the Minnesota guy had his foot out of bounds? Well, see, I honestly, considering their angle and considering Williams Arena, and you're sitting down below, it's kind of hard to see that part of it. And mm-hmm. they may not have known that until after the game. So my, I would imagine that all of their complaints were because they all saw, you know, they all saw the play, different players signaling for a timeout and nothing's granted. And so, like I said, I don't think they knew about the out-of-bounds stuff until after the game just because, like I said, that the Court of Williams Arena is, is up on a rise. You know, the, the coaches are down below. It's really hard to see to that end of the court. But you can see players and what they're doing. And when you see three or four guys signaling or, you know, trying to get a timeout and not getting it, that's what caused a lot of the anger. So, Fran, after the game, certainly uh, many people anticipated that he was going to lose it. He kept his cool, didn't say anything that was going to get him a fine, anything like that. But, you know, now how does this uh, play over as Iowa's got to go on the road again? Michigan State coming up tomorrow evening with it, a Michigan State team that comes in after getting shellacked by Michigan themselves. How do you get this team mentally back in the right frame? I think you just, you, I mean, you have to move on. This, this, and and real, this team has been really good about that, you know, not letting one loss become 
the next one. And then, I mean, it physically there may be some issues because, I mean, you played double overtime. You played a lot of guys, and that can that can take a little bit out of you, you know, in into Thursday and even into today a little bit. So, you know, by tomorrow I think they'll be okay from that angle. But at the same time, I mean, you, you, you just have to move on and say, look, you know, they can still get into that top four to where you get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, you you still, you know, one of the things that really hurt the other night was if they win that game, that kind of sort of gets them in the fringe conversation of the NCAA tournament. Well, that's, now that's not there. But if you can go win at Michigan State, that kind of sets you up then for the next couple of weeks in where you want to be if you want to get to the NCAA tournament, you want to get to the NIT. So I think... That's the focus right now. Forget about the other night and, and, and take that step toward, you know, getting some sort of postseason goal at this point. And it would look really good to win a Michigan State. Oh, boy, would it. I mean, the way that it's currently constructed and set up, they're going to have to win, what, five of their last six, two out of three on the road, and all three at home. Is that is that get them back on the bubble with still work to do? Uh, yeah, going to I, I think so. I think so because you get some road wins in there. Um, you you beat some good teams because I mean you're going to get Indiana at home. Um, you you play Wisconsin on the road. Uh, you know Illinois at home probably isn't going to look that impressive to the committee. You know if you win that game, but there's there's some opportunities there, and this is an opportunity for them because you want to play in the postseason somewhere, whether you get into the NIT or whether you get in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, you want to go there and play well. You can't get down early to them like they did the other night to Minnesota. You know, there's, there's a lot. But, I mean, this is an opportunity for them to kind of do something, to set the stage, to get yourself into that position where you can do some things here in the next couple of weeks. Well, it's Michigan State up first. And uh, this Spartan team, John, I've talked about it. I, I've been waiting for this team. I'm, I'm always a big believer in Izzo and, and what right. he's did throughout his career. We've seen this happen with them before, not getting going, and finally it ignites at the end of the season. But certainly something seems just off with this Michigan State team. When you've seen the Spartans, what what are some of their issues? Well, I mean, I, I just think it goes back. I, I'm like you. I think that you you expected them by this point to be playing pretty well, and they're not doing that. They're very inconsistent on a nightly basis, you know, whether it's whether you know, at either end of the court. And – you know, one of his teams, you know, his teams have always had that mark that by February they're very consistent. This team is still inconsistent, so you don't know what you're going to get from them. And, and that's the case with Iowa tomorrow night. You don't know what you're going to get from, from Michigan State, so you're just going to have to go up there and play your best game because you know they're difficult at home. Um, you know, that, that it's, it's, you know, but, but they, you know, some of these guys on this team won there last year. So they are going to go in with a little bit of confidence saying, look, we've done this before, we can do this again. So, but no, I mean, when it comes to Michigan State, it's just the inconsistency. And that doesn't happen with an Izzo team in February. That, that, that just, it just doesn't happen. John Bodekamp, Burlington Hawkeye, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, taking a look at the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, a big explosion early in the game from Isaiah Moss. He uh, kept things close in the first half before Pete Jock kind of responded in the second half. Good to see Jock out there, and uh, now we can stop the narrative, right, that this Iowa team might be better without Peter Jock? Right, yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, he, he saved that game the other night, and I you know, I, I had people say that to me, and I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. This guy's one of the best players in the country. 
And when when he is on like he was in the second half the other night, that makes this a very difficult team, you know. So I think that that, that second half and, and, and the overtime was good for him the other night because it kind of got him out of that funk that he was in. And so I, I, I do think that he's back now, and I think he's, he's going to have a good game tomorrow night because I think he's got a lot of his confidence back and he's doing a lot of the things that he was doing before he was injured. Jordan Bohannon, uh, boy, just I, I love the guile of that kid. And, you know, there are limitations for him physically. I, I think right. that's that's not a stretch. But, boy, when you watch this kid and what he's been able to do and just becoming a point guard, something a lot of people didn't think he was. Uh, you know, I, I kind of fashioned him as maybe a Brody boy, just a couple inches taller, a guy that's not really a point guard, just an undersized two guard. He's done so much. With those limitations, though, he's got a tough matchup. Tum Tum Naren can't shoot at a lick, but is as quick as you're going to find in college basketball. Defensively, you know, what more can be done? Because you know, there's some things that you're God-given in athletic ability and kind of that side-to-side quickness. It's hard to add a lot to that. Well, I think, I think they'll shake things up a little bit. I mean, I think now that, now that, that Peter Jock has, has had the game that he had the other night, now you, you can kind of maybe work him into that to where he's handling the ball again. And, you know, Christian Williams gave them good minutes the other night. So there's another guy that can kind of handle the ball. But the one thing about Jordan Bohannon that, that has really impressed me all year is he will have a game and, and he'll make shots, and that's what you're thinking about is, you know, some of the threes he bombed in. And then you look at the box score and it's eight assists, two turnovers, or nine assists, one turnover, or something like that. So he's really good at finding ways to get the ball to the guys who score on this team. So I, I think at this point, I think he has he understands the guys he's going against, and he has a very he's got a very good IQ for the game, and I think that kind of makes up for as you talked about the limitations. So I'm not worried about him tomorrow night because I think he'll play well because he's been that way all year, and he's been he's becoming more consistent and more steady at running the offense. So that, I mean, I think he's on the verge of becoming, within the next year or two, a really, really good player. John, uh, before we let you run, want to jump over to a little bit of football. We haven't mm-hmm. had the chance to talk since the announcement last Friday that uh, Ken O'Keefe coming back yes. with the program. I, I see plenty of people applauding this move. What are your thoughts? You know, I, I, was, I was really interested. You know, I, when, when it happened, I was like, that's a good move because I think he knows how to work with quarterbacks. And I think this time in the NFL has really helped him as a coach, maybe get a different perspective on, on, you know, on the game, but hearing him on Sunday made me even more, you know, there was a question to him, you know, basically like are in so many words, are you going to be Brian Ferentz's mentor? And he was like, no, you know, this is a guy with, with a really good resume. I wish I would have had his resume when I was his age. Yeah. And I'm going to come in and coach the quarterbacks. And I thought that was a really good, because I think a lot of people last week thought, oh, okay, he's kind of going to kind of come in and, and help Brian. And it's like, no, he's going to come in and do his job. And so I was really impressed with what he had to say the other day. And, you know, there's a reason why Kirk called him and said, hey, do you want to come back and coach because he knows how he can work with quarterbacks, and that's all he's going to do. He's not going to be a play caller. He's not going to be. He's just got a group of quarterbacks, very young, that don't have a lot of experience, and and he's going to do really well, I think, working with them 
and teaching them some of the aspects of the game that he's learned all through the years in college, but now he's had that NFL experience and he's been around professional quarterbacks, whether it's scouting other teams or whatever, and say, hey, this is what these guys do. So I, I think it's a good move for Iowa. I think it's, it, it, he'll be a good part of the staff. And if Brian does have questions, I'm sure he'll answer them, but he's not there to be his mentor. And he said all the right things the other day, and I think that was a good thought. You know, my only concern about it, and it's not about Ken O'Keefe, I think he did a good job, and you mentioned, you know, you, you look at the three consecutive years when they won double-digit games. They did it each year with a new starting quarterback from Banks to Chandler to Tate, won double-digit games, and the offenses were all very solid and, and doing it in different ways. So it's not about O'Keefe, but it is that all these guys that you hear about, some of the other coaching spots available, you're hearing everything with the ties to Iowa. I understand they went outside of the uh, coaching box and they brought in Davis and Bobby Kennedy and it didn't work out here. My right. concern is, though, becoming too insular. Do you think that's fair? Nah, well, you know, I understand the concern. But I think that, you know, there are organizations professionally and, and there are programs at the college level where that has worked. And I think, you know, Kirk, I think, learned some lessons from these last few years with bringing in guys that he didn't know and all that. And I think he wants a comfort level. And I think Brian wants a comfort level, too. I think he wants guys that he knows that, that can do the things. And so, I mean, there are some interesting names out there, and, and, and then we'll probably be hearing who the, the hires are going to be here in the next couple of weeks. But I, I think that, that, that he's got some good people in mind. And, you know, when it came up the other day, you know, that Kirk called Ken O'Keefe, that made it pretty clear that he knew who he wanted. And so I'm thinking for some of these other positions, they know who they want. It's just a matter of convincing them to come here. No, oh, that makes a lot of sense. We're talking with John Bonacamp. We'll uh, lead up to spring, and it was also announced last week with signing day that you'll have the Friday practice here in West Des Moines like it was a year ago, but also the spring game, which is actually a spring practice at Kinnick, will also be in a Friday night. Heard any uh, pushback from that? No, I, you know, I, I, it was one of those things that with everything that went on, it, that kind of got lost in the shuffle. And I, I do think they can be interesting. I know, you know, in covering Western Illinois, the last few years, they've had a Friday night game. And it's kind of a neat thing because, you know, it, it, it kind of gets it over with by the weekend to be done. But I think fans are going to miss the Saturday afternoon, especially if it's a nice day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I think they're going to kind of miss that, you know, under the day. At the same time, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll, it'll be kind of cool to be under the lights and, and do some things and, and get it over with and, and move on. So, um, you know, to me, it's, it's, you know, how will the quarterbacks look, whether it's in, you know, under the lights or under, under, you know, daylight, who knows, but, um, that's going to be the big thing that comes out of the spring is that, you know, that how they play. So, I mean, it, it may be a, and that's another situation too. You're under the lights. It's going to be kind of a big stage. Now let's see how these quarterbacks can do. So I think there was some method to the madness, but I, I, I think it's a good idea. John is always good talking with you. Uh, no Fran or loins for you this weekend. The Hawkeyes will no. be on the road before the Illini come to town. Uh, well, in a week, a, a bye week for the Hawkeye hoopsters. Yeah, and that's a good, and I think it comes at a good time for them because it kind of, you know, once they, once you get done with tomorrow, then you can kind of recharge a little bit and get ready for this crucial stretch coming up. Good stuff, John. Always appreciate talking with you. Have a good weekend.
Have a good one. Talk to you later. John Bonacamp, you can find him on Twitter at John Bonacamp. Always fun. Always a good guy. Joining us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. We'll come back here. Still lots more to come. If you want to, Jimmy B, he just said step away. Uh, he will be back on Monday, though. Jimmy B always got things going on, so he bounced out of here. But uh, I'm here with you for the next, oh, 38 minutes, taking you up until 3 o'clock before Marty and Miller take the airwaves from 3 until 6 o'clock this evening. Quick timeout, back with more on the other side. Point spreads. I'm still waiting. What's going on in Vegas? They refuse to put out spreads for the college games tomorrow. I'll keep digging, see what I can find. We'll talk about the big weekend of college hoops. A little more on MLB all coming up next year. And your phone calls at 515-264-1700. It's Jimmy B and TC. It's playoff time on 1700 KBGG for all the NFL action. I like it. On 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steaks, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Imagine a store that lets you get anything you wanted. An HD flat screen TV, a high capacity ultra quiet washer and dryer, a complete living room set. And imagine if you didn't need a lick of credit to get it. That store simply believed in you. Imagine if they even delivered it, set it up, and serviced it at no additional cost. Well, that store exists. That's Rent-A-Center. Imagine that. No credit needed. Affordable payment plans. Delivery, setup, and service included. Imagine new possibilities at Rent-A-Center. Rental purchase transaction. See store for details. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented my pillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. My pillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. Don't you hate it when you're doing your taxes and your so-called free tax site charges you $70 before you file? 70 bucks doesn't sound very free. Well, now this Credit Karma Tax. Credit Karma Tax is really, truly, completely free. That means you never get charged for itemized deductions or federal filing. Yup, even state filing is free. You worked hard for your refund, and at Credit Karma Tax, we think you deserve to keep all of it. This year, file your taxes for free and get your full refund at creditkarma.com slash tax. Free to start, free to finish. Credit Karma Tax. 
with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Wolf Construction continues to show why they're the roofing leaders in central Iowa. Winter is right around the corner. Get that leaky roof fixed or a complete overhaul of your roof with Wolf Construction in West Des Moines. Call BJ Bengard in the roofing division of Wolf Construction today at 515-225-8866. That's 515-225-8866 or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like, one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security, all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. For us, 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services with then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment on return and other facing conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Back to Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big sports station, 1700 KBGG. All right, Trick, kind of back with you here, running solo for the final hour of the show. Jimmy B out, steps away. He'll be back with us on Monday. But, uh, Still plenty to get into here today. As mentioned, no point spreads released. Now, college basketball is certainly much different than college football and the NFL in terms of numbers being released. Uh, out in Vegas and the offshore places that release them, you know, they work to get them done right after the, the uh, games on Saturday for college football. Sunday, usually by about the mid-afternoon, you'll start to see the lines posted at most places. For basketball, that's not the case. They wait till the day before, 
But usually by about nine, uh, 11 o'clock our noon, our time, start to see some numbers trickle out. And, and by, oh, early afternoon, you see everything in Vegas release. So for whatever reason, that's not the case today. I don't know if it is because, I don't know, it's Super Bowl last week. Everybody decided to take some time off. I'm not exactly sure what the reason for it, but... I did a little bit of my own sleuthing, nothing official here, but at least what the projected point spreads are. And one thing that jumped off the page as I was going through, and first starting with Iowa State-Oklahoma, this is a must win. You can't afford a loss in this game. You just can't. One thing losing on the road to Texas, it is something completely different to lose a home game and to lose it to Oklahoma. Texas has talent. They have two McDonald's All-Americans in their starting lineup. They're young. They don't have a point guard, but they're at least talented. This Oklahoma team is going the wrong way. Their power numbers are terrible. Their RPI is in the hundreds, and it's at home. Most importantly, it's at home. But I was very surprised as I was going through. You know, they're Ken Palm. They're ranked 77th in Ken Pomeroy's numbers, higher than I anticipated. One of the uh, power number systems that I have as Oklahoma 55th in the country, I, that left me completely scratching my head. Regardless of that, though, I drive at some numbers, and you're going to see the point spread right in the 8.5, 9.5 range, a lot lower than I thought it'd be. I thought this was going to be up in, in more in the double-digit range, you know, 12, 13, maybe even a touch higher than that. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case, at least from the numbers that I put together. We'll see if something officially is going to come out there. For the Hawkeyes, they'll be playing at the same time tomorrow night as they'll be on the road at Michigan State. Last year, got the victory against the Spartans. This one, though, new squad, young squad, the Breslin Center, an evening game. You know the place will be lit up, and they're going to be looking for blood after what they did and what happened to them and just that terrible performance against Michigan. And, you know, we talk about Iowa State and the inconsistency, but that's really conference-wide in the Big Ten. And short of Wisconsin, who needed everything to get by Nebraska last night. Another great game last evening. Michael Jacobson. How about the walkie kid? Hitting the three-pointer to send the thing into overtime. Beautiful shot. Had the hand up and it's good to see a smile on a young Jacobson face after he made that one. But, you know, Wisconsin was all hands on deck. But you look at after them, Purdue, they've lost to Nebraska, Iowa, two teams that are going to be lucky to be NIT teams. You go from there, Northwestern, and they're not healthy. And you know, as inconsistent as they are, that's the whole conference. The whole conference outside of Wisconsin has been wildly inconsistent and, frankly, just not very good. It still might see plenty of teams get into the tournament. Again, you are just based on the merits of your own resume. It's not about your conference. It isn't. Now, obviously, conference games against good conference opponents help prop up your resume. But it is about individually each team. And in a year that the Big Ten is down, they could still find a way to get eight teams in the NCAA tournament. Now, a lot of them might be in the 7-11 to seed range, and that's more than likely what's going to happen, but that's a real possibility. The Big 12, on the other hand, hard to get a good grasp. It, It really is at this point. Figuring out, after that clear delineation between the top three and everybody else, who steps up? Kansas State, there may be a couple of calls away from being right in the thick of the title race. The travel violation against Phi, 
they've had some late games that just that Texas Tech game, that was nuts. Weber getting a tee late in it. They're a couple plays away, and that's who Iowa State has coming up next week on the road down at the Octagon Doom. You look at them. You look at that group of teams, you know, Texas Tech, TCU, who has a run. Oklahoma State finally finding their footing and, and going forward after that rough start of Big 12 play. You look at those teams, and it might be the same kind of thing where you're going to see a lot of teams stacked up in that 7, 8, 9, 10 seed range who can get hot. And, and do any of these teams have enough capable of pulling an upset in the round of 32 and getting the Sweet 16? And if that happens, I know the excitement that builds. Oh, look at our conference. Look what we've done. I feel more confident in some of the Big 12 teams doing it than I do the Big 10 teams. Michigan State, Minnesota, teams like that, even in Northwestern. I don't have a lot of confidence that those teams not just win a game, but win a couple of games, make a run. Where I could see Oklahoma State do that. I absolutely could see Iowa State doing the same thing. Have more confidence in the middle of the pack of the Big 12 than I do the Big 10 at least at this point. We're going to finish up here talking some Big 12 basketball and strictly uh, keep it with Iowa State. Our man, wide right Natty Light, he is Matt Nelson. He's going to join us coming up on the other side, get into the Cyclone hoop scene, talk about the squad, what they have coming up with Oklahoma, and look forward to the rest of the year. Frustrations and the fan base. I want to get into that with Matt coming up here on the other side. He will join us as we roll through it's the Friday edition, Jimmy B and DTC. We're back in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Here's a question for you. Do you know this song? Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs, almost note for note, they never set out to memorize? That's the power of sound. It's sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message with some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets into your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember it because you heard it. That's why radio is the sticky advertising medium. You don't hear a newspaper or billboard and really not a web page or a Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be pretty expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. 
Then, when somebody's in the market for what you sell, who are they going to remember? If you want them to remember you, take advantage of radio. The power of sound. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-860-6565. That's 1-800-860-6565. 1-800-860-6565. Or go to SelectQuote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. With each day, we get one day closer to March. And as tournament talk heats up, we focus on the local teams every Tuesday night. Fourth and Danger is Tuesday nights from 6 to 7 on 1700 KBGG. We talk everything sports. That includes Iowa, Iowa State, and so much more. Catch it live on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG with me, Danger, Will Drury, Levi from Hawkeye Heaven, and special guests. Tuesday nights from 6 to 7. Fourth and Danger. Don't miss it Tuesdays from 6 to 7 on 1700 KBGG. ABGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At dsmcredit.com, we have a different way of looking at things. Like one bad apple doesn't spoil the bunch. Life hands you lemons, it's still a respectable piece of fruit. And that's how we treat you and your credit, with respect. Go to dsmcredit.com and get your approval for a brand new 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai Elantra for just $119 a month. Or 2017 Hyundai Sonata, just $149 per month with zero down. Plus, get America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 miles. Bad credit? We say, so you missed a couple of payments. No credit? We call that just getting started. Bankruptcy? So you took a chance. At DSMCredit.com, it's all about a positive perspective. Get a 2017 Stu Hansen Hyundai from just $119 a month with zero down. Go to DSMCredit.com or call 253-3000. Stu Hansen Hyundai and Clive. You need credit? At DSMCredit.com, we positively hear you. 36 monthly zero security all plus tax tag registration with approved credit. This is Jimmy B and TC on Des Moines' big station for sports. 1700 KBGG. Final segment of the week here. Try kind of back with you on a Friday. Hope everybody looking forward to a big weekend. We got a lot of uh, big basketball games, including Iowa and Iowa State. The Hawkeyes on the road at Michigan State. Well, the Cyclones welcome in Oklahoma here to talk about that and much more. Why write Natty Light is where you can find his work. He is Matt Nelson with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. What's up, Matt? Not much, Trent. How are you doing this afternoon? Uh, you know, can't complain, and if I did, nobody would care, so I'm not going to. 
Just getting ready for a good weekend of college basketball. Uh, tomorrow night you get St. Mary's going up against Gonzaga. I think that'll be a lot of fun. But for Iowa State, after the week that they had, and it was probably not the way that many people envisioned, going to Kansas and getting the win and then following it up with the loss at Texas, the frustration still there in the fan base. You can feel that. Yeah, it's certainly palpable. And... Um... It's just kind of hard to, to look at this, I guess. And, and, and when I say it's hard to look at, I mean hard to interpret. You know, when you look at these past two games, Trent, mo- most Cyclone fans would have seen a loss coming at Kansas and then a win coming at Texas. And uh, that quite wasn't the story, actually. It was the reverse, which was by and large unexpected, even though the, uh, the whipped uh, uh, puppy that is uh, the Cyclone fan in me saw that loss kind of coming at Texas uh, in the hours leading up to that game, just because that seemed like the, the most Iowa State thing ever, to, uh, to beat the best team in the conference on the road and then turn around and lose to the worst team in the conference on the road within a three-day span. So uh, kind of head-scratching, but if you think about the grand scheme of things, uh, of those two road games, there's, there's uh, definitely one of those you would like to get the win at, and that was the Kansas game. So yeah. still kind of hard to, to make heads or tails of it. Yeah, it's uh, if you signed up and you knew you had to get a split there, that's the split that you'd want because now that resume for Iowa State, they have a road victory as good as anybody in the country, and come Selection Sunday, that's going to help out. I know Cyclone fans don't want to think about the bubble and they just want to be in the tournament for the sixth straight year, but as you go through here, you look at the remaining road games, West Virginia at the end of it, Texas Tech in the middle, and then Kansas State next week. Those three games, I mean, they certainly can lose any, if not all three of those games. Two tough ones at home towards the back end of things with Baylor and Oklahoma State. So the hay's not in the barn quite yet to uh, throw a farming term around for you. I know you like that, Matt. No, I, I do appreciate that. And, and no, I would, I would say that certainly. There's still uh, a lot of hay to be made uh, yet on the schedule, to, to use another farming term. Uh, when, I, when I look at it, it, it kind of comes down to, Trent, honestly, I feel like, um, Iowa State, when it comes to conference play, it's almost like Groundhog Day, if you've ever seen that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's like the same thing over and over again every year. And if you look at Iowa State's conference schedule since Fred Hoiberg took over, if you remove his first season, uh, it's almost been the same schedule every year. It's played out almost the same. Uh, for example, um, I think I saw something earlier in the season that uh, every team we've had, you know, from the team that got upset in the first round of the NCAA tournament to both of the Sweet 16 teams over the last five years, no team has won more than four road games. They have won either two, three, or four. And this team is currently sitting at three road wins, uh, which is certainly on par with most of those teams. And um, if they get one more road win, they'll tie the the most wins they've ever gotten on the road during Big 12 play. And and quite frankly, I I don't see that as something that's impossible with a road road matchup coming up against uh, Texas Tech, one against Kansas State, both places where – uh, you know, Iowa State has won both of them. Obviously, we've had our struggles with Texas Tech. but um, Or, you know, you look at that West Virginia game, too. I know Iowa State lost to them at home, but that was just a very, very poor shooting night for the Cyclones. And I, and I think teams like Iowa State actually match up pretty well with West Virginia. So not going to call that a victory, but I think that game will certainly be close. As If you look at the way Iowa State's performed on the road against the best teams in the conference, Trent, they've got an overtime win against Kansas, a one-point loss against Baylor, and they've got one, one of those games upcoming yet with West Virginia. Um, so I honestly, you know, if the Cyclones finish with 10 wins in, in conference play, Trent, it'll be exactly the same as, as they did last season. 
you know, when they had George Yang and they had Ab- Abdel Nader. So, uh, again, it's just like these Cyclones are reliving the same conference action every year. Well, the one part of that, though, has been the home losses. And the last time out at home was that loss that you mentioned against West Virginia. Fans leaving early. I know we talked a little bit about this, but what do you expect the reception to be to the team? And, and if they do struggle with an Oklahoma team that isn't very good and they, they struggle to get back in there and maybe it's a tight ball game in the second half, what do you think the crowd's going to be like tomorrow night? I'm assuming it's going to be a tight ball game just because of the way that this, this team has played. It's almost as if they don't know how to handle success uh, and they need to kind of have a negative or, or you know people doubting them on something. So uh, while I think that might give them some fresh energy, I, I think it's uh, it's still going to be a game that Iowa State's got a lead for most of it, but it's not going to be, be ever comfortable. And the fan base, Trent, that's an interesting thing because I know Iowa State fans are, are doggedly loyal and you know at home they always support Iowa State, but. Uh, I sense some fatigue with fans this year. Um, I, I've got some friends that are season ticket holders, and it's been a struggle to to move those tickets, even at you know pretty low prices. And now, when I say that, no one's giving away tickets yet, and tickets aren't ten dollars yet. But I think I think a lot of fans are frustrated with this team. They they don't think their effort is there night in and night out. Which I know I I, I might say that sometimes, but I, this team does care, and you, you see that in some of the some of the ways that they've fought back. Uh, late in games, but I, I just think that the way this team plays is very frustrating to uh, a segment of the Iowa State fan base, and and I think those are the fans you're you're not seeing coming to games, or when they do, if if it's not uh, as easy as a victory as they think this team should get, they they are they aren't happy. So I'm not sure that that's a good thing, and I don't think those fans are ne- are just justified in their in their opinion. But uh, that's one thing I have definitely noticed this season. I think some people are just ready for these seniors to graduate and for Prome to have his own players take over next year, which is unfortunate because we should be celebrating the great careers guys like Naz Long, Matt Thomas, and Monte Morris have had. Well, and Matt, I know you're a very realistic guy when you look at the team, and as much talent as they have coming in, Lard will be eligible and ready to play, and of course, uh, Wigington coming in, and, and that group of freshmen, still it's a rebuilding process, and, and if people are, are getting frustrated watching a team getting ready to make their sixth straight NCAA tournament, how are they going to handle next year if they're sitting here uh, at this time a year from now, and, and they're 14-11? and 11? That's, you know, Trent, you hit the nail on the head, and, and that's where I'm at, and that's why, I'm, you know, whether it's on social media or with fans I've talked to, I, I still haven't found myself being, you know, incredibly overtly negative towards this team because this team does have, you know, giant gaps. You look at the losses of George Niang and Abdel Nader, both guys that are in the D-League. Uh, Jamil McKay was so up and down last season, but he's still playing professionally. Uh, a guy like Emmanuel Malou doesn't even show up, and I, who knows what that guy's doing right now. I'm still <laughs> not convinced he was a real person. Um, or a guy like Cameron Lard, who's very talented, but doesn't show up until the middle of January. Mm-hmm. Um, so this team did have significant holes, and I, and I know there are a lot of seniors on this roster, but you know, two of those being Merle, uh, Merle Holden and uh, Daryl Bowie are, are guys that are, have had to come in and try to find their role, and I think both have found it at times, and I think both have struggled. I think we saw the good from Holden, and now we've seen – you know, this last game, he wasn't very sharp or very effective at all. But, you know, a guy like uh, Bowie was very effective. So it's just tough to come in as, a, as a, a grad transfer and be able to find your niche right away, especially if you're not a clear-cut starter like some of the past Iowa State transfers have. So this team does have some definite weaknesses. You know, you've got a lot of seniors, but a guy like Deontay Burton is, is so inconsistent when he's on. He's absolutely uh, jaw-dropping to, and incredible to watch. And when he's off, he can, he can really hurt the entire basketball team. So... So, well, I know there are a lot of seniors, and I do get frustrated with that, too. It's, 
they're just not. I don't think they're a very complete team this year. Uh, and I think uh, a guy who used to wear number 31 is a big reason that they're not a complete team. No, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. Matt Nelson, wide right natty light with us here on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Matt, a couple more before we run for the weekend. And, you know, as you go through in, in this Iowa State team, the inconsistency, the frustration, there's still a lot to be had with this team. I mean, just look at a year ago. The bracket opens up. Instead of seeing Purdue, you get Arkansas Little Rock in the second round. And you're in the Sweet 16. Anything can happen, and we, we've seen that happen before. But I'm still, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about consistency. What is this team trying to do? You know, what is the image of Steve Prome for the 2017 basketball team? That's a, a great question, and, and I think it's a balance. We've talked about this on, on your show. Um, I think what's, what he struggled the most with, and I think he's maybe even admitted as much, is trying to find you know, lineup combinations that work with this team. We've seen games where Solomon Young plays 32 minutes like we did against Kansas. We've seen games where he plays five minutes. Uh, we've seen, you know, at times Monte Morris playing with Donovan Jackson, and we've seen, um, you know, times where, where Donovan Jackson really struggles even when he's out there on the court with Monte Morris. So I think for him it's all about balance. He's trying to decide uh, game in and game out, and I think it depends on the opponent. But, you know, can we play small? Can we play with far guards? Can we push the, uh, a lot, or do we have to kind of hang back and, and try to stay a little bit bigger and, and maybe not push it as much? Um, and I think you saw Iowa State try to do that against Texas due to Texas's size, and it, it just flat out didn't work. That They didn't shoot well, um, and they, they just really struggled offensively, even though they kind of came back in that second half. So I think if you get some of this season for Steve Frome, you know, in his own words, he'd maybe put it as, as a balancing act or, you know, trying to find the right equation. And I don't think Iowa State is there yet. Um, and I think Iowa State does have the potential to make a run here at the end of the season, but they've got to find something consistent that works. We know Jordan Woodard for Oklahoma. The rest of it is uh, a new group of guys for the Sooners. What do you expect to see out of Oklahoma? They've lost six consecutive coming in here. It feels like the kind of game where everything comes right, everything comes together. Uh, what do you expect to see out of the Sooners tomorrow? It's a good question because this team is – they've been so up and down um, – all year, and, you know, that win that Iowa State got in Norman was huge, yeah. especially when you look at, you know, they had just beaten West Virginia on the road, which, you know, that win by Oklahoma gives me hope that Iowa State can go into Morgantown and, and be very competitive. But, you know, it's a team that Jordan Woodard is always a great scoring option, and he has it through his career, but I think, you know, not having another dynamic score on that roster in the backcourt really makes him um, not as effective as he used to be. And I, and I know he's had some big games this year. He's gotten close to 30 points a few times, but he was a player that really fed off of contributions from uh, Isaiah Cousins and from Buddy Heald, and I, I, I just think it's, it's, it's been really difficult on him, and I would compare it, Trent, if you took this Iowa State roster and removed um, Matt Thomas and Monte Morris and just left Naz Long on it. Um, that, that's the way that I kind of view Jordan Woodard. Uh, he, he's still very productive, and he, he's capable of scoring a ton of points, but I just think, you know, inside they've got some decent a decent post presence, at least in Kadeem Latin. And they've got a new player. His name escapes me at the moment. But, you know, they've been very competitive rebounding-wise. But uh, offensively, they're just a team that can really struggle uh, in the half court. And, and defensively, they're not as sound as they were last season, too. So they're a team that is, has been pretty inconsistent this season. Um, I think Iowa State does match up well with Oklahoma, and, and we saw that in their early victory. But I expect it to be a close game. But I think, um, you know, with, with the time off, uh, Iowa State's going to be well-rested. I, I, to be honest, I think that was part of the reason they – they didn't look great in the first half on Tuesday. You could kind of see they were a little tired as the game wore on. But mm-hmm. I expect Iowa State to be to be well rested and um, 
again, it'll be a close game, but I think one that Iowa State will pull away from, uh, you know, in the second half, similar to what we saw against K-State at home earlier this year. Good stuff, Matt. As always, good talking with you. Good luck to the clones this weekend against Oklahoma, then a road trip down to Manhattan and Little Apple coming up next week. Looking forward to it, Matt. Thanks as always. Yep, thank you, Trent. Have a, have a good weekend, and uh, you know, maybe after this you should just go home like your partner did for the weekend. <laughs> uh, you know it doesn't work quite that way for me. <laughs> I know, Trent. Have a good one. You too. That's Matt Nelson. Wide right, Natty Light with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Oh, my day's not over. We got Marty and Miller coming up from 3 until 6 o'clock. Then after that, high school basketball tonight on a fast break Friday over on 1490 The Jack. I'll be bringing you the call of the Waukee Warriors ranked number two. My latest rankings up at martyandmiller.com in class 4A taking on Ankeny Centennial. Jaguars, of course, uh, Connor Kasperbauer putting up another huge season offensively, averaging nearly 20 points per game. But want to get one final look at the Jags before we get into sub-state play. They got a new player that came in, transferred in, uh, moved over with his dad here to Central Iowa. Hunter Strait, a point guard, averaging 16 since he's come over. Real nice player, and I uh, want to get a look at him before we get in. Speaking of high school basketball, the brackets are out for the sub-state in classes 3A and 4A, substate number two, Waukee, the one seed. Des Moines North is the two seed. Substate number seven, Dowling Catholic, the one. Ames, the number two seed. And in substate number eight, Hoover takes the top spot. And West Des Moines Valley, the number two seed in that one. Those are our locals, and it's going to be a lot of fun leading up to Wells Fargo Arena and the state tournament. That does it for the show today. Thanks to everybody out there for listening. Marty and Miller are next. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The Spa at West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments including Dermapen along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, Wolf Construction continues to show why they're the roofing leaders in central Iowa. Winter is right around the corner. Get that leaky roof fixed or a complete overhaul of your roof with Wolf Construction in West Des Moines. Call B.J. Bengard in the roofing division of Wolf Construction today at 515-225-8866. That's 515-225-8866. Or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I impartially shot the highly rated term life insurance companies we represent and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $26 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. 
If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 1-800-860-6565. That's 1-800-860-6565. 1-800-860-6565. Or go to selectquote.com. We shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price can vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee. So you have nothing to lose. And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to mypillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 40% off two my pillow premium pillows and two go anywhere pillows. At the Home Depot, extra long weekends mean extra big appliance savings. Right now, get a Samsung French door fridge and fingerprint-resistant black stainless steel for just $1,498. You save over $800. Plus, get 12 months financing on appliance purchases of $299 or more with your Home Depot consumer credit card. Nobody beats our prices. Guaranteed. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Credit offer valid through February 22nd. U.S. only. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions apply. See store for details. Gary? Why aren't you outside enjoying the party? Uh, hey, Michelle, it's this heartburn. When it hits, it really hits hard. Oh, I'm sorry. That's it. I've had it. I'm going to kick acid with Rolaids. Rolaids Advanced goes to work instantly for powerful relief of your worst heartburn, bloating, and gas. Wow, you're packed fast. Yeah, I feel much